So, hello everybody. Hello, Cosette. Hi. Hi, everyone. And please tell me your last name. I, I won't even try. <laughs> <laughs> it's Vaktmeister. Vaktmeister. Yes, it's an old Swedish name, mm-hmm. which is my husband's. I got oh. it when I married him. Okay. Yeah. So, we met each other like last year here in the office. And um, tell me something about yourself. Like, just introduce yourself to the uh, anybody who listens. Well, I'm Cosette, as I told you. I'm 35 years old. Uh, I started my first company about four years ago. And my latest company that uh, I'm working at now, two years ago. I also have a family, which consists of my husband and my son. And three sisters and a brother. Wow. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, and uh, as far as I know, you came here as a refugee. Mm-hmm. So just shortly say about say the story, like yeah, in, was there it? was a civil war in Lebanon going mm-hmm. on for a lot of years. So me and my parents, my parents decided to come to Sweden and, and mm-hmm. run from the war about thirty-five years ago, almost mm-hmm. not thirty-four-ish. I was eight months at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so we came here. We lived at a refugee camp for almost a year. And then we got our own place, and my mom and dad had a few classes in Swedish and other things, and and worked with like whatever to save money and, mm-hmm. and to buy their own like company and start their own company. Mm-hmm. And and well, then they've had their own companies until they retired. So what did your father do? Oh, he's done so many things. Um, one of the things that he did actually, you remember the war that went went on in former Yugoslavia. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. During that time, a lot of refugees came to Sweden, mm-hmm. and they have a, a, their own food culture, of course. Mm-hmm. At the time, it wasn't like regular for for normal shops to have that kind of food. Mm-hmm. So my dad went and got this food at, at at the big dock in Gothenburg, where a lot of food comes in, and he drove to the refugee camps and sold mm-hmm. their food. Oh, wow. It was very successful. They even had a actually did a segment on him at SVT and, and TV Fira. It was a very like new and groundbreaking thing to do. So he did that for a lot of years, but it was hard work. He woke up at 3 a.m. and Mm. and went to Gothenburg for like two hours and then went to like all these camps for and he went came home late at night. So it was Mm -hmm. but he's never he's always loved being, you know, working and and yeah. 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 So that's great. Mm -hmm. That's great. So uh, your whole family is uh, entrepreneurial minded, so yeah. it was not a surprise that you opened your company. So why did you wait so long? Well, I think it's, I think it's important that you have, you actually have something to offer when you open, when you start your own company. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't feel that I had something to offer that could actually make me earn money and and mm-hmm. where I could, of course, learn new things, but also know my field. Mm-hmm. So when I found that, okay, I'm ready for this, then I did it. Don't you think you were holding yourself back or looking from perspective, you really think that it was a good move to wait? It was a very good move. Mm-hmm. I wasn't holding myself back, I really do. I think I jumped into things too fast, mm-hmm. uh, honestly. But um, no, because there was experience and um, network that needed to be you know, yeah. on my side first. So when I started my own company, it wasn't that of a big leap to actually, I already had the network, I had the knowledge, it was, um, it was, it was, the timing was really good. Mm-hmm. And what did you do before? Sorry? What did you do before? Uh, I actually almost did the same thing, but at a company, so mm-hmm. 
uh, than I. So should I tell you guys what my company does? What Tech Cabana This will be in the second part. Oh, sorry. So. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I like, feel like I'm talking about it, but I'm talking around it because I can't really, you know, address we'll, we'll, we'll it. We'll okay. dig in right now. Right yeah, so it was, but it was a big difference. I mean, from doing this for someone else and someone else's company and then doing it yourself and actually starting a company around mm -hmm. it because that's, yeah. that's a big, big mm -hmm. thing and everything was new for me. So... Uh, I did all the all our paperwork almost mm -hmm. the first six months, and I googled everything. Yeah, yeah, and I made some mistakes, but nothing that couldn't be fixed. So yeah, yeah, okay, so couldn't afford to you know <laughs> hire anyone. We're, we're, we were totally we're bootstrapped, so we didn't mm -hmm. take any in any investments mm -hmm. or anything. Mm -hmm. We had our like starting you know um, the fifty thousand that you need to have mm -hmm. to start a Axi blog mm -hmm. here in Sweden, but that was it. And then I lived off of saved money for a year. Yeah. So I didn't have to take any salary. But we had our first client in our first month. So, And then we just like, it continued. So it's been a cool trip, an exhausting trip, and fun trip. <laughs> and I wouldn't want to do mm. a different trip, actually. So, Great. Yeah. Uh, anything from your personal life that could like put some light on our conversation about the business? How do you mean? I don't know, something Explain. I would like to add. I don't know what to ask more. Well, yeah, I would like to add something because th this was really big for me in the decision to start my own company. Mm -hmm. I've always been a person that felt like I was a bit too much in all the companies I worked with. I talked too much and I had too many opinions, too opinionated. opinionated. I always had ideas, I, always, I had things like that. And I felt that I was always, people, people were always pushing me back. And because mm -hmm. I'm not a typical Swedish person because I'm not Swedish. Sweden mm -hmm. is my country, but I'm not Swedish uh, originally. Um, I have a bigger, <laughs> we don't, we, we're not as yeah. poised as a lot of Swedish people are. And I love, I mean, I'm married to a Swedish guy, so uh, the best man in the world. So that, I don't mean that as, as a negative mm -hmm. thing, but I'm not like that. And all my life I've been trying to like fight that back and fight that back because I've heard like, you have to just like tone yourself down, yeah. tone yourself yeah. down. Seems and I, fine. yeah, and I came to a point where I'm like, you know what, this is me. I have a lot of things to develop with myself, of course, but this is my like ground personality and I'm not going to change that just to like people think that I'm too opinionated or whatever mm -hmm. so I just uh, put end to that and I'm, like, I'm going to be my own because honestly it's mostly my employees through the years that have tried to mm -hmm. hold me down <laughs> so yeah. um, those two things were very like intertwined that's good yeah good yeah yeah that I think that's very important to be yourself like, oh definitely this can be a very psychological problem like mm, this can be a problem that uh, affects every part of your life because you're just not yourself yeah so definitely and, and just like trying to please everyone all the time you can't do that but yeah always have to have one ground rule be nice don't screw, screw yeah, anyone over be nice to people and just like have fun and enjoy life it's just mm. so um it's just too short to go around trying to be what other people want you or expect you to be. I'm just like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done with that. Mm, and you know what? Fair. Life is so much better when you're done with that. Because then you don't have to wear that as a, you know, heavy thing on your shoulders. Yeah, you can just build on yeah. 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 And you will notice that all the people you meet, you just like, you build relationships in a different way. You build real and genuine relationships. You don't, you don't, you don't like... You don't think about in the process like how am I how am I being 
perceived and how what they're mm-hmm. thinking about me. It's more like being opened and that way you take the focus off yourself and actually open mm-hmm. to other people and, and you cool yeah. things happen. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so that w- would sum up the first part. Yeah. And we'll get back to get to the business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> part two. Business. Mm, welcome to the second part. Thank we'll you. We'll talk about business. Please, uh, Cosette, tell us about what you actually do. Okay. So we are. Um, we have one part that is our sale part, which is, mm-hmm. which is actually the foundation of our company. The company mm-hmm. is called TechHubben, which mm-hmm. is Swedish for the tech hub. Mm-hmm. But we decided on a Swedish name because we thought it was a bit more fun. A lot of people mm-hmm. in Sweden now choose English names. And we're like, let's do a Swedish name. Yeah. So take Kuban, and and we we do sales, which we go out to clients and see what kind of IT or tech consultants they are in need of. So they might need a .NET developer, a test manager, uh, they might need an architect or a DevOps person. Mm-hmm. Like a, a, right now, it's a broad spectrum in the tech industry, and we find consultants for them to hire for the assignments. So it might be a freelancer who. Has, but everyone has their own company. We don't employ people, mm-hmm. we employ companies. So um, maybe someone has their own company and they're just them, or there's a consultancy firm. They might have five consultants, 10 consultants, but don't, they don't do sales, or maybe they do a bit sales, but mm-hmm. but not all of it. And and we, we um, cooperate to find the right person. So I go out and, and try to find the right person or mm-hmm. the right partner for this assignment specifically. And we are independent, which means that we haven't signed up with anyone that we need to take their consultants or anything. We, we just choose after what's right for the client. We build the client, the partner builds us, so we take a cut in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but uh, you take a cut for finding? Per or, hour. Or for the whole assignment? The whole assignment per hour. So, so we take 100 crowns per hour when the mm-hmm. consultant is working. So if the client pays us 900, the consultant gets 800. Mm-hmm. And, and we've been 100% transparent about mm-hmm. this. Uh, a lot of people have like margins, 10%, 15%, 20%, um, and they don't really want to say what mm-hmm. the end price is at the clients. But we found that through our experience, we find that, found that uh, it hurt the trust, people in between. And, and our thing is tech with heart. So mm-hmm. we're trying to take away the greed and the... You know, everyone just wants to make so much money, but never, but, but we, maybe we've done that in our career, like years mm-hmm. ago, where money was like what we were working for, and now we have have values and, and principles, and, and we feel that we want to have a good relationship, and by taking away um, the incitement, and, 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 no, what is it called, incitament? Um, you know, the drive to make more money with mm-hmm. per- percentage, because if you have like, say 15%, then you're gonna try to up the price for the client or down for the partner to get as much mm-hmm. as possible in between. When you have a flat rate, uh, you don't get that. Because, Both sides are happy for that? Yeah, very much, mm-hmm. very happy. And we do still negotiate, but we negotiate for our client or for our partner mm-hmm. to find a good thing in between. We don't negotiate, negotiate for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We do a lot of negotiating, which is also one of our strengths, mm-hmm. but we, we do it for for the people we work with and not for ourselves. We always take our 100 crowns. And uh, are you technical yourself? Like, are, kind are, of. Are you I, only, I, can only, I can only code like basic HTML, mm. but I can. <laughs> but I understand technique, I think. I've, I've been working with tech for nine years, mm-hmm. maybe 10 years. But I was also you know, the person in the family since I was 
very small that did all the tech things yeah. at home. I was like IT support at home. Mm-hmm. And I mean, before it was like changing the the cord for VCR to that, you know, those, those things. And, and then for a while when I studied, I was a karaoke hostess. And then I set up all the mm-hmm. tech stuff myself and uh, all of that and, and did the... I've always been very interested in, in technique in different ways. And um, so when I came into the like IT, it wasn't called tech in those days. It was just called mm-hmm. IT. Uh, and, and when I got into that, it just like felt natural. Like, uh-huh, okay. So I've, I've learned a lot. I can really like understand an, a developer, for example. In many ways, we can speak about code and, mm-hmm. and, and what their idea is and how they're going to do it. And I also... Had DigiLimit, which we now uh, unfortunately had to um, uh, stop doing because we didn't get anywhere, and I couldn't do 100% on both. So, uh, but an app that we developed um, for teaching children healthy app habits Mm. with like an app allowance. Um, So I did like all the communication with the developer there too. And I just, I just love tech, honestly. (laughs) I do. And I I think it's the future in every way too. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And I really love your business model because uh, in case you have some big and long assignment, you basically have a passive income yeah. company. That's so, exactly what yeah, But that, there, there's a challenge in, in always filling up with you know, new, new deals and new mm-hmm. assignments and new businesses and new partners and because um, assignment, the end. You know? mm-hmm. so, yeah. But it's a, it's, a, it's a very clean and simple business model. And isn't it a risk that the company will employ the this? Well, we have we have a cause for that in our contract, so mm-hmm. but after, they can do it, but they the, will really pay for it. So. After the assignment, they are allowed to do that, or they still have to do that for you? Uh, after the assignment, I mean, uh, within like a period of time, if they try to employ that person, or mm-hmm. if they employ that person, they will pay for mm-hmm. that. That's great. Yeah. That's secure. So. <laughs> we have a clause against that. <laughs> okay, so that that's the second part, which was your business model, and mm-hmm. we'll talk more more about like the finances and the Swedish situation mm-hmm. just in a second. Okay. Part three, business finances. Okay, so welcome to the third part where we will speak a little bit more about the Swedish situation and the tax and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as I suppose you, your company is AB. Yes. Like yes, it is. Yeah. And uh, you employ yourself um, and you pay yourself a salary. Yes, me and my founding partner. Mm-hmm. Of course, yeah. Mm, I, I was actually, mm, a few days ago, I was talking with uh, some other guy in the office and it came to me the question, do you pay yourself just so-so to survive and you leave the money in the company mm-hmm. or you try to um, like flood the money to your personal wallet and like not to leave it in the company side. Mm-hmm. What's your strategy? Well, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a tax lawyer, so I, I, mm-hmm. maybe I won't like don't, don't maybe not do this, but um, yeah, my stra- yeah. Do that, yeah. yeah, so my strategy is like you take a salary up to a certain point mm-hmm. because after that you get, to, you know, you, you hit the taxes that are like 60%, 50, mm-hmm. 40, 50, 60. So it's like almost half a million per year, something like that. I think it's less than that. 
before you hit the mm -hmm. hit that like margin point. Mm -hmm. um, and then after that, you can I would leave money in the company, and then at the end of the year, I would do a thing called periodicierings mm -hmm. fund, which allows you to take so put yeah? to put money back in the company without uh -huh. actually paying the taxes for the winnings, um, and you can then like. In the next three years, if you have a tough month, you can mm -hmm. pay things from, from that like fund where you've put money. So it's a, also a way, I mean, if you've done a million in, 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 in like um, winnings a year, you can put some of that away so you don't have to tax it all. And mm -hmm. then you can actually have it as an income later when you need it more. So there are different things to do this. But then also like if you put money in your company and, and, and give yourself um, um, a, like any... Uh, company you know just, like the dividend. Uh, yeah exactly mm -hmm. uh, so and that's a lower tax than actually mm -hmm. doing yeah. the salary higher tax. Yeah, because, so that's why people there you, there you don't pay this social uh, no you just pay the tax income tax exactly yeah. no you don't pay the income tax you pay another kind of tax and depending uh, on how many shares you have in the company the tax mm -hmm. like laws uh -huh. look a little a bit different but uh, that tax is is still better to pay than like mm -hmm. all that because in Sweden we say that if you take your salary and you put that times 1.55, that's what you get, what it actually mm -hmm. costs. So it's almost double. If I, I mean, I'm just going to take an easy number. If you get 10,000, mm -hmm. mm -hmm. then that's going to cost you. If you're going to have 10,000, yeah. no, yeah. not just, not even in your pocket. You're going to get then 10,000. Then you're going to privately also pay taxes mm -hmm. on this. But if a company is going to pay you 10,000, it's going to cost them like 16,000 yeah. with all the, but and then you actually get seven in your pocket. Six yeah. and a half. So the 16 goes to six and a half. So you, you always have to like, you know, oh, is it better for me to wait and, and do, do the dividend later? Mm -hmm. Or is it better for me? And of course, everyone has their life and their expenses and everyone has to and yeah, and take put, that in account. And you yeah. put as much expenses in, on the company side, probably. Yeah, I mean, things that we need within the company. Mm -hmm. um, things that are reasonable. You know? mm -hmm. yeah, of yeah, I wouldn't go and have lunch with a client and pay from a private yeah. My private pocket, of course, of it's course. business. Mm -hmm. uh, but I wouldn't buy food at the store mm -hmm. to take home mm -hmm. on the company. That would be mm -hmm. weird. So we're trying to like be really, you know. Still, I don't want to. I don't want anything to happen to the country because I put like hundred crowns here or two hundred crowns there, and, <laughs> and, and really don't need it. It's mm -hmm. yeah. So I think it's better to like focus on. But I think it's also very good to look at what are company expenses because when you work at a company. And they give you a lot of stuff. You don't think about them that when you get a company, you can actually also, mm -hmm. this is still a company expense. Just because a big company gave you these things, that yeah. doesn't mean that they're not the same like company perks when you have your own company. So for example? Lunch. Like, mm -hmm. I can take like a lot of companies here in Sweden, tech companies that give their uh, employees lunch. So you can every actually day. you can actually pay for your everyday lunch. Yeah, I, do, I don't because I'm trying to like, you know, have some kind of but but mostly I eat lunch with people that are business mm -hmm. um, but I should that's the thing we actually were talking about the other day are we being too like no don't use the company card don't mm -hmm. use the company card should we like look at what and and that was one of the things that we were talking about it's like some companies they 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 buy lunch for their employees every mm -hmm. day they get trips and, yeah. and they, they get a lot of things like that and two years we have still we still haven't taken a trip with the company or anything mm -hmm. so so yeah i think uh, one should look into 
what's okay and what's not okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and not also take for granted that something is okay. Look into it. <laughs> it might not be, and then that's not good. Yeah, yeah, of so, course. Yeah. And um, my last question, like for... So, so let's say I am a developer, mm -hmm. but let's say I, I work like that. I work uh, for some other companies. Mm -hmm. mm. As a freelancer or as an employee with them? As a freelancer. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I also uh, subcontract some part, like uh, outsource some, some work for, for other uh, people. Mm -hmm. And would you recommend to open the AB company? or to open just an Anacrude firma? You should always open an AB if you have the opportunity to. That's my... That's true, but there are two reasons that I am holding myself back. Mm -hmm. It's first of all, like this 50,000, yeah, it's like you don't lose this money you have it on the company mm -hmm. side, but, but still, still, I know, you, you have I know. To, you yeah. throw it out. And the second is that until the level of this first stage of your personal income, it's actually cheaper to run an include yeah. firma than AB. And you don't have to, you don't have to um, report the same way yeah, that you do exactly, an AB. Exactly. And you also have to have a board of some kind. Yes. Uh, and uh, you have, um, like you have a different kind of responsibility. The big difference is, um, the biggest difference is that you are not held personally accountable. Yes. In an AB. Yeah. Because it's like, a it's a person, if you know what I mean. It's not yeah. a physical person, it's it's a company. Yahil firma is a person. So if someone would something would happen within the company and uh, you can't pay, they're gonna go for your personal things mm -hmm. and your private things yes. to be able to pay the people that are that want money from you. So it's a very Yeah. Yeah. My question, if you're planning on being like a, 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 you know, yeah, revenue of a like few millions, your, then it would be in weird. Your, in your business model. It's, it's obvious. Yeah. Um, and I have a similar business, but with a real estate, similar business model. We've mm -hmm. uh, subletting apartments back in Poland, and that's obvious. It has to be this limited company. Mm -hmm. But when I'm just taking assignments, I don't have too much responsibility, like financial responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Is it really worth opening AB? It's, not like it's a good question. It's a good question. Um, One, would, one thing would be if you start like getting a lot of money in the company, then mm -hmm. it's better to have the AB because of the, the different kind of tax things yeah. because you can't take out a dividend on the, in the exactly. firma. Yeah. You have to take it out mm -hmm. of salary, so you have to pay all the things. Mm -hmm. So as, long as, as soon as you start making money, you're going to notice that yeah, you yeah, might be losing like 20-30% of your money well, every year said, in that this, way. This is, this is true until this 400-something uh, uh, oh, yeah. per yeah. year. Yeah, maybe. I mean, if it's a it's a small thing and you're doing some assignment here and here, I would go for the Yahil definitely because mm -hmm. I wouldn't. Also, you have to always report. Or you have to do the quarterly yeah. things. Yeah, all of these things is not something that you just do if you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's because that's a hassle in itself to mm -hmm. do all the paperwork and all the mm -hmm. uh, things like that that I did myself the first half year. Now we have <laughs> someone doing that for us, which is awesome. <laughs> but. Um, but still, I mean, uh, that's one thing that I realized also after six months doing it and then like handing it over, uh, you just don't, you don't hand over your company's economics. I always like keep track and uh, like, uh, that is so important. Don't, 
I don't mean that I don't so trust the person that does yeah. this because I do. I trust her a lot, but I don't trust that anyone at this moment are as invested than me and Jenny in our mm -hmm. company. So, right. so it's more of a, and also, you know, they don't know your business 100%, so they mm -hmm. might not see things that you see in your numbers and things like that. But it's also important to have such a person because you personally might not know, for example, oh, this could be like taken like with reduced tax or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, like, I mean, you can lose a lot of money not having that person. Mm -hmm. I mean, as soon as you can, Uh, you should definitely get one yeah. <laughs> as soon as you can. And then, I mean, uh, d don't be shy. In, in, in Sweden, a lot of people are going to get mad at me for saying this, but in Sweden, people are not very good at negotiating. So you can always negotiate. If they tell you, oh, we want 3,000 a month, you're going to say, oh, yeah, but I, I'll talk to these and these and I'll give you 1,500. And they're like, okay. Because they're not very good at it. Or they're like, no, okay, let's say $1,800. do not just leave the price at what it is, please. In anything, whatever you do in life, please. Yeah, of course. Negotiate, <laughs> negotiate, negotiate. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. Of course. Yeah. But it's like... But also, like, I think maybe, maybe if you come from another, a different country and you're starting a company mm -hmm. here, maybe, like, how does it work in Sweden? How, mm -hmm. You know, in that aspect, and you might pay someone for their services and, oh, and you like, might not know that there's room for negotiation but there is there's also always room for negotiation always is yeah, yeah. Um, okay so we will get to the that will be a fourth part mm -hmm. we will get to some um, advice about Sweden business in Sweden and stuff <sighs> and so on uh, okay so we'll be back in a second part four business in Sweden the fourth part where I will uh, try to improve myself and my business thanks to your tips ah, so, the pressure <laughs> uh, so maybe uh, your father would have more to say about that because he actually came in this uh, age where he started working here as, yeah. a, as an immigrant refugee like let's say immigrant mm -hmm. um, so every country is different cultures are different Uh, you do business differently in different countries. Mm. So, what would you say about business in Sweden? Mm. Well, I can say in business in general first, because mm -hmm. that is one thing that I've... Two mm -hmm. things that I've... If you're going to start your company with someone, do your effing due diligence if that is the right person to start your company with, because it's, because it's going to be critical for everything. It's so, worse than marriage. I <laughs> mean, it can be worse than I, marriage. I love marriage, so worse <laughs> than marriage. I don't know if I'd put it like that. No, but, I mean, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, like it's very... It, yeah, yeah, it's more... It, even maybe actually more important decision, because um, that I, the fact that I found Jenny is like... Mm -hmm. Wow, I don't even know how that happened. We're perfect with each other, and, mm -hmm. and we it, it's like I couldn't have imagined it to be better than this. Um, but there was a lot of ways that it could have gone before we landed in it being us two, and we've talked about it so many times. Like a lot of things that you that you encounter, good things, bad things, challenges, success, mm -hmm. everything. If it's not the right person to, to do that with, it's gonna go to shit. Sorry about that, but it is gonna go to shit either way. Yeah. Even if you have a great business idea, it's not gonna go work. That's true, that's true. The other thing is um, focus on one thing. Yeah? Yeah. If you have, okay, this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm gonna make money doing it. But what if I, okay, this is what I do, but I also like to do, I don't know, 
this and this also and a little bit of this and this whole thing makes a little nice package or big package. Well, that depends on if this is what you're trying to sell and this is an Instagram account that helps mm -hmm. you sell this, sure. And this is a partner that you're working with that also does a collaboration that helps you sell this, sure. But if this is shoes and this is tech and this is something else, TVs, mm -hmm. Then this is gonna be eh, and this is gonna be eh, and this is gonna be eh. Nothing's gonna so be wow. Let's get, let's get my example. Okay. So my base, uh, my base thing is that I do uh, websites. Mm -hmm. I can do kickass nice websites. Mm -hmm. um, but I also have this YouTube channel, and I try to. I started it as a, my own expression and like outcome of my creativity, but. Uh, it started to be my... I'm going to borrow of... the example here for a while. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah? Wait. No, it's okay. It's okay, yeah. Um, so it became a part of my business mm -hmm. uh, because in Poland it brought me a lot of business, mm -hmm. uh, which is a good thing. That's what I'm trying to do now in Sweden. Mm -hmm. uh, but also, because I started playing with the camera and so on, I started getting better and better. People started asking me, maybe you can do video for me. Mm -hmm. So now I'm offering also a video content uh, for like, let's say you have a company, you want your Instagram videos or you want to recap from event or something like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. So I'm also offering this. And also when you need, uh, I don't know, what can I add? I know some other thing. Well, what thing? That's the important thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't, it doesn't matter. It, it, no, like, it's let, not, okay, let's say, uh, because I, I need also, to know what it is. <laughs> I just, I just, uh, I just finalized, uh, finalized that I don't do that anymore, but I also had my real estate company in Poland, so I, oh, I was once one foot in there, but this mm -hmm. is already gone, let's say. Yeah, um, because that would, that would be what I would take away. And then I did. <laughs> yeah, because all of these things, they work together, they, the videos, they make people notice you. Maybe when people come and start their companies in Sweden, they were gonna ask you for their help to do the website or yeah, the content exactly. Exactly. Or, yeah. or a video. It's mm -hmm. all connected to your company. So mm -hmm. these all build your company. Your company is just empty without the, yeah. you know? So these are all very relevant for you and they make you search engine optimized and they, they do mm -hmm. a lot of things for you. This only takes, makes you not focus on the thing you're supposed to focus on yeah. and that is building your business and that's why my partner back in poland he took like he took the whole responsibility for the company i'm still yeah i I'm, i still own the shares of the company but i don't actively do anything yeah there. because i mean today i don't mean like okay we're going to sell consultants so we're not going to do anything today you need to build content and you need things to, to build your company but it's the, the thing is don't do something completely different that doesn't take you to your goal of building your company. That's like, I always say, like, if you have a, if you focus on something, what, that's going to happen for you. What about Richard Branson? He has 400 companies. Yeah, but he didn't start that way. He didn't start with 400 companies. Now he has people running these companies and he's, he's like an orchestra of everything. But he didn't start by starting 400 companies mm -hmm. because then none of the companies would have succeeded. And maybe he's like this super whiz, which could have handled it. But I think like a regular, normal, intelligent person that mm -hmm. still is, has a drive will be unfocused. 
and we'll lose focus of the business and we'll not be able to do everything okay. you want to do. So, you so can always like, oh, I want just, I want to have a few clients here and maybe half succeed here and I want to half succeed here and I want to half succeed here. Maybe you can make your work, but you won't like super succeed. And, and, and super succeed doesn't mean that you want like a one billion revenue because that's not success for everyone. We don't want that. Yeah. You want a lifestyle company, so it's everything's different what success is, but you put out your goal and I don't think you're going to reach it if you don't focus on your business. Too many distractions are not going to build your company. So you did the, the right thing. Mm -hmm. Taking away this plastic, ugh, plastic. <laughs> Taking it away is the right thing to do, obviously. No, but the business is like... Okay, Taking away your focus from it, not taking it away like... Yeah. Are you, you're not with me on this, are you? you, you no, I am. Tell it's me just, how you see it, because that's interesting. Because it, it was a very hard decision, because like I felt like I'm giving up my own child. Yeah, I know, I know. And plus, I really believe in the real estate business. Mm -hmm. And as a future, I really, want, I really want it as a part of my uh, income, or maybe in the, like, in the end to be my... to just have an income for, from real estate. And yeah, but that's my retirement. I get it, but do you really think that you would be successful in doing that and this here if you didn't? No, at that's the, same the thing. Time? I exactly, just like that's what I'm. At once. Yeah, and I do too. I have like 15 different domains because <laughs> I get different. business ideas, <laughs> and as soon as I get a business idea, I buy the domain because you mm -hmm. never know when I have it a year, and if it, mm -hmm. if I haven't built anything on it for a year, then I leave it. But. You just, sometimes you have to be a realist too. Like, okay, what do I want? Always ask yourself the question, what do I want? What do I want? What do, what do I want to get out of it? And why do I want this? So ask yourself those questions. And then, okay, I want, I really want to do this, right? Okay, focus on this and make sure, you know, okay, what do I need to be able to build this? And then how will I make money doing this? This is a very important question. Mm -hmm. So how much does it cost to do what I do? And how will I get money to pay what it costs? And hopefully some more than that. So do your due diligence. I think it's, I've learned that you don't just jump into a company without knowing what things cost and how much it will actually cost to make it go around and just like do a detailed plan of it. It's okay, we need six chairs. They cost um, 600 a piece. Okay, uh, then we need to build these, you know, 15 mm. hours to be able to pay for the chairs. Sort of just like mm. it's, a, it's a very basic kindergarten math thing, yeah. but, but you should really do it to, be, to realistically see what it would take for you to live off of your company. Mm -hmm. And then just goals. I think goals are very important and you don't need to make goals that are up in the sky. Uh, like people nowadays, everything has to be so, oh, your goal should be to double this and double that. And, and just like, oh, everything is so hysterical nowadays. Just see what goals you have. Okay, my goal is to keep the lifestyle that I have and, and still maybe grow a bit with, with okay, let's see, I, I want to grow with five clients this year, for example. And how am I going to do that and analyze what the best thing, what the best way that you think that you should get this, these clients. And when you've when you've decided these five clients, then you will put everything that you do into getting these five clients. So, um, nickel tall is a key um, key 
Chinese? No, no it's like a, in, in your numbers and everything, you focus on a key number. Mm -hmm. So let's say I want to, we're selling these and these, and now we want to start selling more of these. That's mm -hmm. our, that's the key thing that we're going to look at, the sales of these. Mm -hmm. So everyone's going to focus everything they have on selling more of these. And you're going to put your energy into it, you're going to put all your calls into it, you're going to talk about it at dinners, you're going to... Um, just like when you write something on the internet and you're, you're just going to focus on this. And I can promise you the sales will go up. Mm -hmm. and, and that's the same thing in your company. Focus on what you want to do and yeah. hang in there and I think it will happen. But when you don't focus... Yeah. <laughs> okay. so, yeah. So you think it's good to build a portfolio of products to, that are focused in this around the same thing yeah focused so, around your so business there is, idea there is your company that comes to me you can have you can have like branding and logo and you can have uh, like website and all these like business cards and things like that and now, now i think you're going way off for one person because I also need to trust no, this as person. I, as I said before, Th this could I'm be not like doing everything myself. No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a different. Of course, yeah. You're outsourcing some things. Yeah. You were talking about yourself because <laughs> if someone outsources, but you outsource things too. Yeah. You have like these. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's a different thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because if you are by yourself and you actually know a bit about everything, the thing is that uh, a client may think that you don't do things as well because there's so yeah. many things. So. So it's like I'm the best at this and then you start getting clients and then you build on the, the existing clients. That's very important thing for me. That's thing that I struggle with here mm -hmm. in mm -hmm. Stockholm. How do I convince people, clients, potential clients that I am trustworthy? Okay, I don't speak Swedish. I'm not Swedish, mm -hmm. but Which I Which is have... the first Google for Swedish people. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> it's a very closed up community in that way. I know. Mm -hmm. But like I, I learned Swedish, but I know that even if I learn like five years, mm -hmm. even if I spend the whole like two years just learning Swedish, mm -hmm. I will never speak Swedish as you. No. You will I know, always yeah. know that. <laughs> well, I think it's changing a lot because of all the like tech startups in, in Sweden and, and a lot of people today. I mean, yeah, because look at the company my, my husband works at. He doesn't even speak Swedish in his company. Mm -hmm. They have, no, oh, sorry, they have people for like, from like 45 different countries and yeah. nobody ever speaks Swedish. So it's, uh, it, it, things are changing. We have a lot of, you know, unicorns here that... It, it, I, I think we've also realized that we've come to a point now in the market, especially in, in the tech area, which is, of course, the area that I know about, is that if you're not... Um, opening up to people not speaking Swedish, mm -hmm. then you're not going to be able to grow your company because a tech company most often grows its company through tech, through development, through tests, through, you know, all these things that within the tech area are architects and, and, and whatever. And uh, uh, we don't have enough of them in Sweden. So if we don't open our minds and open our doors and open our hearts to other things, then, well, you're going to be the one left behind because you're not going to be able to grow your company if that's what you want to do. But it is still met with a certain skepticism that you wouldn't be as trustworthy or as good or as trustworthy, I think, is the biggest yeah. word here. Yeah, yeah. because, like, okay, there is no problem in, the, like, companies, like tech companies, they, they usually work internationally and yeah. they, they have their yeah. website in English and so on. 
But I mean, like I have a client, like in a restaurant or something, it mm. takes so much struggle to find, to find them that they really trust me and mm -hmm. they want to hire me for something. Mm -hmm. they, would, they would pay twice more for a Swedish person. So how do I first communicate that I am a company and I can offer something uh, really good in mm -hmm. a really good price and that I am, as a company, I am good in all this. Mm -hmm. uh, so, so first of all, a portfolio, of course. Mm -hmm. to show something that you have done before people like visual things and, and if you show them that I've done this then I would say that a lot of trust come from that, comes mm -hmm. from that <clears throat> but to grow <clears throat> make them use other services of yours I would say don't focus on selling these wait with these do this do it really well and they will be so glad with for, that for people that uh, only listen don't watch it uh, oh, sorry. What you're referring to. <laughs> so, sorry. We have this bag in front of us that's rodent microphones. <laughs> no, but uh, what I'm referring to is, let's say that you go to a company and say, I can do a website for you guys. A good website. Like, well-navigated and, and um, uh, you know, works on all devices and, and all that. And uh, do that. Do that well. Delivered that website to them. This was a, a content. This was a website. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. This was a website. <laughs> sorry, I forgot what was what. Okay, do it very, very well. Mm -hmm. And you will have someone who trusts you. And then you can like, you know, we also offer this. So if you do search engine optimization on your website, mm -hmm. things would look different. These and these and these would find you. And you can give them examples of how different they could, how mm. things could look different. And then maybe they'll do this. And then you'll tell them, you know what is very search engine optimized is content. So why don't we put in some of that too? And soon you're going to have a full feather. And you know what people love? Do you have a Facebook page? I can help you with that. We can put videos up there. I can do like an explanatory video for you, which people can watch. And all of a sudden you have a full-fledged client. But you don't expect to, okay, if you're a big firm and you have like all these cool clients that you've mm -hmm. helped and you could come with that and, and book meetings on that and, and show that in the meetings and you don't have to do all this. But if you're new and, and yeah. trying to build comp, uh, trying to build um, like a relationship and, and trust with your client, I would say start with one thing, do it effing badass. Do it really good. Put time into it. Do it good. And then fill up with more things. But have a plan. If this goes well, what is the next time thing I will offer and what kind of prices will that be? You don't want the client to feel that you're just like, you're pressuring them into taking more and more because they, then the client will just like maybe take the first thing but feel a bit uncomfortable mm -hmm. and then not do any more of it. So have a plan. Always have a plan. Always have a plan. Yeah. Great. Mm -hmm. Don't go to a meeting without a plan. Go mm -hmm. to a meeting with one goal. My sister taught me this. My sister is a badass woman um, who's been the CEO of Silicon Valley badass. yeah she's been the CEO of Silicon Valley Forum which is mm -hmm. super cool uh, but um, she always said have a goal like if you go to a fair if you go to a seminar if you go to wherever you go always have one goal you don't have to have three goals have one goal so maybe one goal from a meeting isn't that I will get a uh, this client will ask me to do their website. Maybe meeting will be, I will get this client to let me show them 
what kind of websites I've done next time maybe or uh, I want this client to recommend me to someone else mm-hmm. you might have different goals every time or mm-hmm. I'm going to this seminar and my goal is to ask one question when the panel mm-hmm. asks does anyone have any questions I have, my goal is to ask one question so don't go to people things aimlessly when you have a goal you achieve a goal if you don't have any goals you're probably not going to achieve any goals <laughs> yeah you're just going to and and i mean don't be afraid to close shit if someone's sitting in front of you and they're giving you uh signs that oh they might be interested in, interested then you're just like okay you know what we're going to do a great website with you I'm going to start billing on this tomorrow and we'll do our first meeting in two days to check out how's it going how's it going how it's going okay <laughs> they're gonna okay so don't be afraid to like mm-hmm. be confident in what you do and be confident that this is gonna this meeting is gonna take me to that step or this meeting is gonna lead to this this call this yeah interaction this connection that's, that's a great set Thank you. <laughs> just I have just one more question mm-hmm. and maybe you will want to add something and mm-hmm. then we'll be finalizing. Mm-hmm. Uh so my question is uh what would a company come to you would have to do so that you would decide to either like change your website or branding or hire them for creating the content for you as a company. And it's not the Swedish person that is calling you or I don't I don't really care about like I don't really care yeah, just, about that. Just but yeah, but uh, yeah, I get it. Um how to get your trust. Well, as you can imagine, a lot of people call me all day long about yeah. different things like this. When you have your number online, it's uh, ridiculous at the <laughs> end. It's like should I change my number just to <laughs> get away from all the calls? Uh but um First of all, the worst thing I know when someone calls me is when they have a manuscript that gets me off. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just like, okay, thank you, bye. I don't have time with this for mm-hmm. this. I'm 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 always polite because we also call people mm-hmm. and like okay. hi, hi. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. Always be polite to people. There's a person sitting there on the other side trying to like mm-hmm. make a living. So always be nice and, and polite. But I hate it when people you can you can hear that they have a paper in front of them and. And they're reading okay. from it. That's like hello, I am Mateusz Brunner. Exactly. It's like you don't have you, your 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 heart isn't in, isn't in it. So yeah. my heart isn't going to be in it too. Yeah. That's like the first thing. Hmm. Um, the second thing is something that's very important in sales is that don't do your whole thing on the phone. Do a little bit. Get them in. Book a meeting. Mm-hmm. You don't want to present your whole thing on the phone. That's mm-hmm. not. That's not. People stop listening after ten seconds. You just do like hi, I am offering this web uh, website service. I don't so just da, da, da. Try, try the way. Yeah, and and I do point. this much cheaper in a way that is da 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 or whatever you know the the angle is. Uh, and um, I would love to come to your office or, or meet you for like thirty minutes, have a coffee, and just like tell you how. Could, I, mm-hmm. I've looked at your website and I've seen this and this and this, and we, I think we can do a lot for you in a short amount of time and with mm-hmm. not a lot of effort from your side. And book that meeting. Mm-hmm. If you can't book the meeting, you weren't you weren't gonna get the sale anyway. Mm-hmm. Book the meeting. So don't try to explain your whole business idea on the phone. Yeah. People okay. stop listening after a while. I okay. think. Okay. Yeah. Cold email. Yes or no. Sorry. Cold email. I don't think it works. I would say LinkedIn is much better. Mm-hmm. 
content. I mean, like LinkedIn add, message or content on LinkedIn. Add people on LinkedIn first. Mm -hmm. um, I get a lot of LinkedIn messages, like a lot. People just like want to cooperate from different kind. Mm -hmm. I mean, different kind of fields from all around the world, and and I. I I mean, I, I always try to answer everyone, but it's difficult sometimes because there's so many. Uh, but um, I'd say add someone on LinkedIn. And when they've, you when know, they enter your when, when, they, when, when they've accepted your mm -hmm. contact, uh, I would say you, I, I wouldn't write anything. I would call the company and say, hi, we just connected on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn. And, and uh, uh, let's talk. I did this and this and this. Can I come and see you and talk more about that? Mm -hmm. Don't I mean, it's the thing is that you don't you can't be afraid of anything. You can't be ashamed of anything. Then you won't yeah. get anywhere. So just like yeah. do it with confidence and be nice to people. Be polite and nice to people. You would be surprised on how far you can come by just like being yourself and being not a fake or fake, a phony <laughs> person with with people. Just like be yourself. Call like hi, I'm. Hi, Matthias. I started this company in Sweden a while ago, and, and I can really see that I could do a lot of progress on your website. Mm -hmm. um, and I would love to tell you more about that. It's uh, I would appreciate if we could see each other and, and sit down for a while, and you know, instead of like I did, 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 and I do websites, and I do it for this and that, and I just like be yourself, be a person, because you're talking to a person. So yeah, that's a of course, it's sale. easier said than done because, it, like, usually I, I tried that, uh, and usually it's either not interesting. And it's always beep. yeah, but that's uh, we get a lot of not interested. But you have to have invendingar, as it calls. It's called that's the that's the salesperson's most valuable thing. That is to have like learn through time. So when you call someone. And they give you a reason why they don't want this. You write that reason down, and after a while, you will have a, a bunch of reasons, and you find an answer for that reason. That's mm -hmm. how we work. Like they say, "No, I'm not in need of consultants." Then we have something to say to that. Mm -hmm. Oh no, we we already use another um, a, a, another mm -hmm. company for this. Then we have an answer for that. So you keep mm -hmm. come back in at the end and say, "Okay, but I mean, let's meet. It's just a coffee." And then you get to meet someone, and, and when you see someone in the eye, and, and that trust is a different thing. Yeah, correct. So, that's so you, you, you it, it's about like knowing, uh, knowing what your clients. That's a big thing in sales to know that your what your clients are gonna, how they're gonna reject you, and find a way to push that rejection back. It works. Or answer that rejection. Jenny, before they... my co-founder is awesome at that. <laughs> I mean, she could take a person that's like, I'm not interested. And then it's like, okay, see you on Thursday then. <laughs> yeah, she's just, wow, blows me away. That's cool. Mm -hmm. That's really, really cool. Okay, uh, do you have any other thing to say in this subject or should we sum it up? I would like to say that it's a tough climate for immigrants in Sweden. Uh, not, not everywhere in Stockholm is kind of good mm -hmm. still, but uh, so if you... If you meet people that aren't what you hoped for and, and things aren't what you hoped for, just remember that uh, it's there are a lot of great people in this country who are not like that. And uh, pick yourself up and, and try again, and eventually you will find someone who will be on your side or help you forward or or uh, like hire you. And 
and all of these things. You just need to find those people, and sometimes it takes a bit of time. But don't don't get all bummed out and and and, and leave. It's it's gonna get better. Hmm. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you so much. Part five. Summary. Okay, Cosette, thank you so much for this. It was very, very valuable for me. Oh, thank you. And I you. hope that anybody could who hear that. Uh, I had fun. Yeah? Yeah, <laughs> a lot happy. of fun, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just um, get some final answers. Mm-hmm. Do you have any books that you really like? Oh, that book changed my life. No. Or movies, or podcasts, or... People. I love Arrival, but that's a more of a the philosophical side of me. I do a lot of like extensive, existential mm-hmm. stuff, and I like you know meditation and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Arrival is a movie that made me something happened with the way I see time and space continuum. It was mm-hmm. awesome. I love space, and I <laughs> and I'm, I'm a very nerdy person in that way. Uh, space and and video games and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But um, I wouldn't say there's a book that's changed my life, but I really liked, um, uh, what, what's it called? I think it's a Japanese, um, Kasuo Ishiguro, what's it called? His, his book that he got a, a Nobel Prize for. I always forget what the book is called. I, I, I never, I, I told you that I really don't like these questions because I don't have favorite of things. I have favorite of the month or da da da. And I also never remember names <laughs> on books, movies, and things like that. So these questions always make me like, oh, what do I say about this? But I, 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 I like to like read different kinds of things all the time. Mm-hmm. I read like, I like uh, criminal stories and then I like comedy and then I like romance and then it's, and my movies are the same. It's just a, everything from um, Final Space, which, if you haven't seen it, is mm-hmm. awesome, mm-hmm. Uh, to um, uh, Rick and Morty, to uh, Big Little Lies, to <laughs> Lethal Weapon. I mean, there is no consistency except for the, the fact that I do not like horror at all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is the consistency through it. But otherwise, I, I, like every, I really like TED Talks. Uh, yeah. Because they're good in my in my I have a kid and a company and a husband and a mm-hmm. big social life uh, because it's 15 minutes where I actually yeah. get to listen to uh, nice TED talks. Um, my sister recommended a really cool podcast that I can recommend for you. It's about um, it's not a business thing. It's about um, serial killers and how they. From they, they follow them from their birth and their life and see like how they beca- became like these really like cult uh, the, the ones that started cults like mm-hmm. Marilyn Manson and stuff mm-hmm. um, and Charlotte Manson and people like that Marilyn Manson poor guy I just, <laughs> I just made him a serial <laughs> killer cult leader um, and um, I just like I like everything mm-hmm. if you're a woman that comes here um, you should join Hey Livet. They don't pay me or anything. I just love mm-hmm. that group. I think we're now like 70 or 80,000 women in that group, which support each other, ask for advice, just like cry our heart out sometimes. It's on Facebook. Hey, I leave it. It's like, go life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's an awesome group. You will find a lot of comfort and advice and, and also friends there. That's and if you're looking for friends, go friendly, you know, Claudia and, and their app is... 
I know. <laughs> I'm a woman, so that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's for friends, meeting friends, mm-hmm. new friends. So if yeah. you're new in town, it's it's pretty difficult to meet friends here. It is. Yeah, it's it's difficult because we're very like closed up, and our homes are very closed to people if they're not already friends and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a good way to meet friends. Mm-hmm. If you're a man, I don't know really where <laughs> you're gonna go. <laughs> I think it's easier for men though, but I don't know. Maybe it's just a prejudice. Any mm, like personas that you follow? Like, you know, The thing is, I've never, I've never had idols. Mm-hmm. I remember one person that I really liked when I was a kid because I loved, I, I loved to sing and dance, and I've done since mm-hmm. I was a kid. Is Michael Jackson when I was a kid? But I've never actually mm-hmm. like, oh, I want to go to that concert. That person is coming. Mm-hmm. Or I recommend going to festivals sometimes. Love festivals where you just like ugh, empty your mind and and remember that social restraints are only there because we actually create them. They're not for real. Yeah. So sometimes you need to let yourself go into space where that is <laughs> obvious for you, mm. and just reset and come back and just feel like ah. Mm. Mm. Um, my la- one of the last question: um, What's your tool, either for your phone or for your computer, that you use every day? Like I don't know, like. Evernote or Dropbox or something like that that you can't imagine running your company without. Uh, well, my email is my. <laughs> I mean, my email is the. It's Jesus <laughs> Christ. Not very happy with my email provider, but it's Outlook at the moment. So, mm-hmm. but um, that's my. Oh, I could not live without my email because I do a lot of work, email-wise, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah, email. I think LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Is is where we do a lot of our like get new business contacts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So um, that's really good. But then I try to be like tech free when I come home. Yeah, I am. Um, it's important. I, I I'm very interested in like child psychology. I actually in the university I, I studied behavioral sciences with uh, psychology as my major, and uh, I'm very interested in like the, how the human mind works, and and uh, especially since I got a kid, I'd say. But even before that especially children because they, it's very interesting to be mm. a parent um, <laughs> it's like you have your own science project at home <laughs> no that sounded bad uh, but I didn't mean it in a bad way it's a very interesting uh, journey so um, yeah I didn't even know where I was going to get with that but yeah things okay yeah thank you so much for this it was thank great you. really really great interview Thank you. And maybe in case anybody wants to contact you or ask some question where they can find you and how to do that mm-hmm. with your hard to spell last name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course. So Cosette is my mm-hmm. first name. It's C-O-Z-E-T-T-E. And my last name is Vaktmeister. And that's W-A-C-H-T. M E I S T E R. What? <laughs> It's okay. You can pause you? and rewind. <laughs> You're active on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Facebook only. Facebook. Yeah, mm-hmm. LinkedIn, of okay. course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I don't really uh, connect with with like business people on Facebook. I I mm-hmm. connect with them on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I yeah. So. Oh yeah, the thing I was going to say about like uh, sorry why I came into the child psychology thing is the the tech how it like 
ruins our kids in many ways, yeah. but also helps them and, and grows them in, in other ways. Yeah, like but people's your like, company. Yeah, awesome. Uh, but uh, as long as you know how to, no, not do that all the time. You know what I mean? Uh, but that was a, a thing that when you work in tech, I think it's really, really, really important. And when you're up in your own company and everything, to have all also that time to mm -hmm. like, put yeah. that shit away a bit. That's true. And just be in the here and now and Lately, I'm hang enjoying. out with people. Lately, I'm enjoying to stay in the because I'm in the other office and mm -hmm. testing Gata and then oh, okay. there I can stay longer. Mm -hmm. So I enjoy staying later until like six or seven and I have everything done and then I go home and I don't even open my computer. Yeah, that's nice. That's so different to what I had before with this constant anxiety. Okay, mm -hmm. I, I want to do this and this and this when I get home. And now I just go home to really rest and yeah. recover. I think it's good to... When you have your own company, it's very good to make a distinction between private life and, and company life. And I mean, they go through because yeah. you're passionate about your things. So, I mean, I love like sitting there crunching numbers at nights and I'm just sitting there. Oh, if we do this, we can do that. And if we, you know, strategic stuff yeah, and, and, and things like that. But, but not to let it consume your family and consume everything around you because they're, they're not at the same stage that you are. So mm -hmm. they won't maybe like, okay... I won't. I won't be. A, I mean, I, I can be a mom and an entrepreneur. Some emails. Yeah, it's just. I, I, if you want it all, if you know what I mean, mm -hmm. then I think you need to be able to separate it all mm -hmm. too. Yeah. So you want to be present in the now. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's great.